Good morning, Com Church. This is your brother, Nathan Kabea here. Uh, and it's so good, obviously, to, to be here and to be invited to obviously share a word of encouragement uh, that will bless you all. And uh, obviously, before I start sharing this message, I want to obviously give thanks to um, Pastor Julian and Pastor Sarah for giving me the opportunity to even share this message. Thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so we'll go straight into that message. So this message really what God's been speaking to me um, in the last couple of weeks of this lockdown. And it's really about the life in the wilderness. Uh, and it's really about when Jesus was obviously in the wilderness and he faced temptation um, from Satan. And um, I really feel that we're in a season of wilderness where obviously when lockdown, we we like standing still. We really can't do much at this moment. Uh, and it's amazing how obviously the, the word of God is really our point of reference for any um situation that we actually face and we can always go back to the word and we can see some similarities um, of the word and with what we're actually currently going through at this moment. So uh, I'm going to read from Matthew 4 verse 1 um, and I'll read obviously the rest of the, uh, of, of the scripture and it says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. That's right. So will I. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Verse five, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Verse seven, Jesus answered him, it is also written that do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Amen. Um, so we can see that Jesus was obviously ill the wilderness. He was fasting 40 days, 40 nights. That is a very challenging situation. Uh, but the similarity that we can see in the life of Jesus is that Jesus was actually in the wilderness, in a very dry place. He was alone. He wasn't, you know, the wilderness is, is symbolic of a place where you can't really move. You can't really go anywhere. You're just really standing still. And I believe that this is the situation that we are actually in, is that we actually standing still. Majority of us, obviously, we at home. Some of us are working from home and it's a bit challenging not to go out and see your friends and see your family and things like that. So that's the challenge that we actually facing. And we can see that with Jesus. Jesus was in the wilderness on his own. Um, but what we can see, uh, and there's a couple of key points that I want to highlight uh, in the life of uh, Jesus in the wilderness, is the very first point. And the very first point is that Jesus had experienced the love of God before going into the wilderness. Now this is in Matthew 3.16. I'll quickly read uh, Matthew 3.16. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and enlightening on him. A voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him. I'm well pleased. So in other words, Jesus actually had an experience with God before he actually went 
um, in the wilderness to be tried and to be tested. And I believe that it was actually this uh, experience that actually shaped him and, and helped him to actually stand uh, upon the word of God and to stand for, 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 for what God actually stands for. And I believe that in this season that we're in, I think it's very, very important to dwell upon the experiences that we've had um, with God, you know, because the same God that has delivered us in our past is the same God that can actually keep us in this current situation that we're actually facing. And it's important that whenever God used um, a mighty man of God, God always gave them an experience. Like Pastor Julian spoke a couple of weeks ago about how whenever God um, would use someone, he would always give them an experience. And we see the very same thing with Jesus is that Jesus encountered the love of God. He experienced God before going into the wilderness. And we can see that pattern also with a couple of great men in the Bible. So I'll, I'll give a quick example of Moses. Moses experienced God um, be, uh, in the wilderness or even before going to Egypt, Moses, we see that in the burning bush, that Moses heard the voice of God and had an encounter with God and, and, um, and he began to know God in a new way. And we also see that pattern also with um, the Apostle Paul, when Paul was actually on his way to persecute Christians um, and, and, and the church on his road to Damascus. And obviously Jesus appears to him Say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And it's just amazing how, you know, these great men encountered the love of God, encountered and had an experience with God. We actually shaped them and helped them to, you know, to, to, to stand against opposition, against adversities. Because when you look at Moses, Moses was being opposed when he was in Egypt, not just by Pharaoh, but also there were some um, children of the Israelites who were against him as well. So we really, really need to meditate and dwell upon the experience that we've had with God, that the same God who'd done it before, he can surely do it again. And uh, the second point that I would like to mention uh, with Jesus is that Jesus had an understanding of his identity, although he was tested in this area as well, which is in Matthew 4, verse 4. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we see that Jesus was actually tempted in his identity, if you are the son of God. And it's interesting enough that in, in, when Jesus was actually being baptized, this was the very area that God actually spoke to him, that you are my beloved son, who I'm well pleased. And we can see that Satan is now seeing and, and seeing the opportunity to attack Jesus' identity. And it's, it's, I think it's like the same thing that we um, can, can find ourselves in, that um, we can, our identity can actually be uh, put into question by, by the enemy. But what we can see is that Jesus' identity was not based upon performance, but based upon the word of God. And he wasn't moved by what the enemy was saying or had to act upon what the enemy was saying, but he was moved by the word of God. And I just really want to encourage you, um, church, that a lot of the times we're going to face some situations and 
And sometimes we, we, we always look at our performances. If I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing that, then I'm not good or anything like that. No, that's not the mindset to have. Regardless of what you do, regardless of where you are at this situation, you are still a child of God. You are still a child of the living King. And your relationship with God should not based upon what you are going through or, the, or, or, your, or your circumstances or what you do, but it should be based upon him accepting you for who you are. And I just really would like to encourage you because I know that there's some of you who you've lost your jobs and um, you've lost a family member and your future is uncertain and it's very, very challenging at this moment. But I would like to encourage you that the fact that um, perhaps your, your company has made you redundant doesn't mean that God hasn't got a plan for you. They can get rid of you, they can fire you from your job, but they can never fire you from your calling. And that's why it's very, very important to have that same mindset that Jesus had, that my relationship with God is not based upon performance, but it is based upon the word of God. And God's word says that I am his child, that I am a child of a king. And therefore, I will not be moved by my current situation, by my financial situation. I will be moved by the word of the living God. Amen. And um, we can also see that this was also the same thing that Jesus experienced when he was at the cross. That, you know, the, the, the Pharisees and people who were opposing Jesus wanted to see Jesus uh, performing to prove that he is the son of God. And that was in Jesus' way. Jesus wanted to obey the will of the Father. And I believe that in this situation that you're going through, obey the word of God. Do not be moved by your circumstances. Do not be moved by what your bank balance says, but be moved by the word of God. Amen. And the third point that I would like to share uh, is that the wilderness was a preparation to a new beginning with God uh, for Jesus. And that's from, uh, we can see Matthew 4, 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after fasting 40 days and 40 nights. And he was hungry. And we can see that the wilderness is actually a place where God actually prepares us and shapes us and, and you know, work on our character. Um, you know, we can see the same pattern with the children of Israelites that um, they were in the wilderness and, and they spent 40 years in the wilderness to be tried and to be tested. And I believe that this is a season, a season where we are being tried and where we are being tested. And our faith should be moved upon the word of God. Um, and, you know, in terms of like the wilderness, I really see that the wilderness is, is like, it's quite like a dark place. It can be a dark place. But guess what, church? Majority of the times, growth actually takes place in a dark place. A baby grows in the womb. A seed grows in the ground. And I just really want to encourage you that, yes, I know that you are going through a dark situation, but believe that in the dark times, this is your opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity for you to grow in the calling, in your, in the calling that God has for you. This is the opportunity for you to move forward as a child of God and not be dwelling upon the past. It is very important to see um, our situation and our, our trials and tribulation with this kind of mindset. Um, and um, what I, I would also move on to um, my, my last point, which is number four, the importance of the word of God in our life. 
In Matthew 4, 4 says, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That Jesus was moved by the word of God. Jesus had an understanding of the word of God. And it's very interesting that Satan actually came and questioned him many times, many times with scripture. He didn't just come up with a lie, but he used scripture to actually try to lure Jesus. And we see that Jesus had a clear understanding of the word of God. Church, in this season that we're facing, the word of God is so vital. It's so important that we continue to dwell upon the word, that we allow the word of God to become what we depend on, that we're not depending upon what we see in. As the Bible says, that we live by faith and not by sight, and that we should live by the word of God. And I love... um, this uh, scripture was in Joshua 1 verse 7. It says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. I love this scripture because that scripture itself was when the children of Israelites was about to obviously go into the promised land. And we can see that God has chosen Joshua to obviously lead the children of Israelites and he's telling uh, personally to Joshua, Joshua, go, go and be strong and courageous and be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you that is important that we meditate upon the word of God and meditating also is not just enough. We also need to make sure that we apply the word of God into our life, into our situation, that we become um, that we become um, the children of God who not are just hearers of the word, but we actually apply the word of God into our life. That when it's actually the time for you to forgive someone, you're not just saying, oh, I forgive you, but your action actually shows that you're actually forgiving them, that you're not just treating them anyhow, you just treat them in love. It is very, very important that the word of God becomes our primary focus. And sometimes it's very challenging, you know, that we're not, in church but we can still hear the word and I feel, and I believe that God really really want to uh, you to spend an intimate time with him at this season that we're in as you're at home it's quite challenging but this is where God will meet you God will meet you when you're by yourself these men of God had an encounter, personal encounter. It wasn't just in church but they had a personal encounter with our Lord Jesus and our God. And I really want to encourage you to make sure that you're plugging into the the word of God and you allow the word of God to be your number one priority focus because that is what will sustain us and help us in Jesus' name. It's been a pleasure sharing this word, church. And I really, really want to pray that that the word of God may, may really, really take priority in your life. And that no matter the wilderness that you are facing at this moment, know that you will get to that promised land. God bless you and thank you very much for listening.